What is going on, everybody? It's just Jimmy Leonard here today on another podcast. Um, first and foremost, um, thoughts and prayers go out to everyone right now within the storm. Um, there's a hurricane that's going on around the eastern side of the U.S. Um, as some people may know that this is hurricane season. Usually it starts around August and it kind of just stands around the end or at least the beginning part of November. Sort of maybe the end of October, but if anything, the end of the beginning of November. Um, there's a lot of devastating winds and water that's surrounded around the area. Florida has been hit the most about it. And as you can maybe hear from the background a little bit, it's also hit some of it around Virginia, uh, particularly Virginia Beach, where I'm at right now. We may have not get as much of the devastation that Florida has been given. At best, right now, we've been given about, uh, about rain, um, a lot of wind. Um, there is going to be some lot of flooding around. That's just because, you know, being living near a beach, well, you're going to get that, you know. Um, but like I said before, Florida has been hit the most around it, especially since it's surrounded by the peninsula itself. I mean, literally surrounded by it. And the hurricane especially, I think it was Category 5. Um, it's actually one of the biggest devastating hurricanes, I guess, as of right now, history. And um, actually, in fact, we have some friends that happened to um, actually come and come from the area from florida and to go up north around our area luckily enough they have some family there some some people evacuated and others you know maybe chose to stay um home um but my thoughts and prayers go out to them and hopefully that anything that they you know may be able to do you know we can go across and donate um so there's there's tons of stuff out there for you to go ahead and help out if you don't think you can help out that's one way to help out is by going through red cross and donate money on um on their behalf so that way they can um, also help repair themselves after the storm goes away um so again my thoughts and prayers go out to them as well transitioning um to gaming gaming um Right now, there's some news around the PlayStation era right now, and recently, I don't know if I probably might have mentioned this before in the past podcast, but upcoming this week, we're going to be hearing some news, if not pretty much the launch of PlayStation Stars. Right now, PlayStation Stars is out right now in Asia and Japan. It's about to hit Americas around this week, around October 5th, and then a little bit later on in the Australians and Europeans around October 13th. So... There's been a little bit of feedback, a little bit around PlayStation Stars, and just to give you a little bit of context, again, of what this is, in simple terms, this is basically a rewards program for ones that own PlayStation and have an account and all that stuff tied to it. And you're able to get awards by completing certain challenges. It can be as simple as just basically logging in. You could hear a PlayStation once a month to possibly platform trophying games before i guess anybody else yeah i was doing some reading on it <laughs> and i was just like really that's kind of one of the perks is to get a platinum trophy i'm trying to think if i i mean there's maybe been a, a handful of games i probably got a platinum trophy on but especially nowadays maybe 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 a decade ago i might have would have told you yes but now it just comes as it goes you know <laughs> But that is one of the sort of ways of trying to get some points. Now, of course, I've been hearing some news, which is very interesting, um, especially when it comes to customer service. 
Um, there were some reports about the fact that if you happen to, say, get a bunch of games and play a lot of the games, you build up a bunch of points so that we can get to, I think, I guess, tier four or something like that. Here's the kicker. If you happen to get to a certain status of the PlayStation Stars program, it sounds like to me, I guess, if you are in that high level authority type of thing, you have priority. You're on the priority list if you have customer service questions and whatnot. Because as we all know, and I I went through PlayStation customer service before, and it wasn't anything negative. It was just, you know, <laughs> um, the PlayStation Plus. I think, yeah, I had a card. And I think I missed the date or something, something like that. I don't, I forget. Yeah, yeah, that's what happened. I missed the date, and I had the car. I just forgot to, you know, put it in the account. And I think I don't know if it had stopped or it charged to my card because my card is tied to the system to the network. Um, and then I had to, you know, get with them, say, hey guys, you know, I got the PlayStation Plus card. You know, I just happened to miss it. You know, I didn't know if it, you know, got any of my money and whatnot. You know, I put it in there, but I guess they were telling me, I guess I could put, it was fine. You know, I could put that card up there and I guess th the charge doesn't come until I think a certain amount of days anyway. It doesn't charge, I guess, automatically from it. Because, you know, if you read the fine print, it's one of those things, I guess. If you didn't either, um, you know, put, you know, put your card in or renew your subscription by this date, you either are going to get charged for the next year or you get stopped you know it's one of those one of those things like that around those loops and ladders when it comes to the service like that so it wasn't nothing like I said, it was nothing negative it was on me <laughs> it was on me and i missed the ball on that one actually i think it was this year <laughs> i think it was this year actually come think about it um and time slips <laughs> when you're having fun um, but no, it's something like that along those lines where you can actually get ahead of the customer service. Which, you know, for some people would be like, okay, that's bragging rights, I guess. Well, depends. You never know. One day you may want to go into customer service and this could be probably one of the most annoying things you may have to experience is if you're, especially now since Players and Stars is a thing, people somehow get up to that special priority list, tier list, whatever you're going to be waiting there for a while, right? Because you could have been the first one there, right? <laughs> Just imagine that, right? You're the first one there. And then Joe Snow comes up out of nowhere and be like, oh, well, I'm PlayStation Stars. And I guess to come up there and get up into the line first because I got priority lists. You are nothing. You're standard. Either you don't have PlayStation Stars or you're just standard. And then you have to be waiting for God knows how long you'll get any type of service. Granted, PlayStation is global. <laughs> so, I mean, I think, I don't know if I had to wrestle with people in America or just people in the world, but that's pretty big. <laughs> you that one person amongst over a million people. Now, it'd be bad if everybody comes at once. That'd be pretty bad. That'd be pretty bad. But I'm just saying this because it's very interesting as I did some reading on it is that that's actually a um, concern. Um, and I guess I don't know so much when it comes into America. We'll see if that might take effect over here. Um, but that's just one of the reportings that happened to be announced from Forbes. I happened to be reading that, and they happened to mention that that was one of the tactical, not even tactical, but just one of the tidbit type of negative 
notion that goes on for that PlayStation Stars. But it, like I said before, it's nothing more than just a rewards program. That's it. Just like if you had Nintendo Gold, I happen to have Nintendo Gold, and that to me is just simply just buying games, and you guys have discounts on the games. So, for instance, I would buy, I don't know, I guess one of Nintendo games, just a random Nintendo game. Let's say if let's just say like the new Legend of Zelda or Splatoon, Splatoon 3, right? Let's just say Splatoon 3. I purchased that. And I get gold points. And plus, they tell you too, especially if you buy it on the Nintendo eShop, they would tell you, you know, hey, you get to get these amount of gold coins. And I think it's, I think, a coin for every dollar, maybe. I forget that's how it works. And you get to actually use it towards another game. So, in other words, you get to actually have a discounted price on a game or a DLC. However, you want to use it, you get to have it as a discount. It's pretty nice. Pretty nice indeed especially before that it was a club nintendo and i'm gonna keep it a buck 50 with the all peeps <laughs> throughout the years and i forget how long club nintendo has been around i think it's been around since the wii maybe i think yeah 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 it was the wii i want to say it was the wii i was trying to think the gamecube time but i don't i don't think it was around the gamecube time i want to say it was around the wii definitely the wii u 3ds and i believe the ds too has some stuff <laughs> it was to the point when club nintendo was discontinuing and this was at the same year where um super smash brothers for wii u was coming out um it was discontinuing that same year roughly because um they were transitioning to this new program that they've been having since then which was that nintendo gold and all that stuff like that nintendo points and it was also because Mewtwo was going to be free <laughs> free for the people for the Wii U. And if you happen to be part of the Club Nintendo, then guess what? You get to get Mewtwo for free. And I, again, as well, too, it was discontinuing. So I was like, well, what can I get with the Nintendo points? And I couldn't believe how many Nintendo Club points I had stashed in my games. Like, I was literally... <laughs> excuse me. It was to the point where I was trying to open up every single box that I had, even Nintendo 3DS, when I went through the box and I kept the box, I was like, oh snap, I had all these stuff, like, oh snap, look at how many points I can get from this, the Wii U, same thing, and I was just putting them all together, and online, they would tell you actually how many points you can actually use to get what you want, like, you can get the games, like, certain older games you can get, or the merchandises, so it was tempting, I still got Mewtwo for free, because again, Club Nintendo, so only for about maybe a couple months that I had that before it discontinued. And what I got with it, you ask? Just posters. <laughs> but cool posters. It was just basically the, the Smash Wii U posters. I think it was one with um, Shulk with um, Marth and Pit. And then Bowser Jr. with the, the Bowser Jr. kids. And then you had Duck Hunt. Yeah, it was pretty cool, I guess. Because I couldn't think of anything else I would have used it for. Because it was going to be either that, or it would have just been so long, farewell, I will never see you again. <laughs> because that's, the, you wouldn't, you can't use those points. They would be invalid. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just interesting just going through these rewards points. I mean, I know Xbox has it. And again, PlayStation is just now trying to do something like that as long as it's been doing. You would think the PlayStation Plus is a rewards, but it's not. <laughs> this is a rewards. But on the positive end for PlayStation stars, other than what I listed beforehand, you can also use 
kind of similar to the Nintendo Gold. You can actually, whatever games that you play, you can use those points towards your PlayStation wallet, redeem it for merchandise and other other goodies that's there for PlayStation. You just have to, you know, track it back around and see what's good for you. I know, um, <laughs> I know, what was it? The, um, oh, uh, GameStop. That's another, oh, jeez. <laughs> that's another one. See, I have, like, the GameStop rewards card since, like, 2012. I never forget it because it was back in, um, back in the grade school days and I just happened to go to GameStop. I forgot what game I was trying to get. And he asked, hey, would you like to, you know, if you've been in GameStop, you guys know exactly. I, I love GameStop for what they do. But man, it's just, he's like, some of the, I feel, I feel bad for some of the employees, though. It sounds so automatic every time you come up there. He's like, yeah, okay, let me, you know, let me, you know, get a game and whatnot or whatever they have. It's actually funny because I just went in a couple weeks ago to pre-order a game. The GameStop that's near me. It's been renovated. It is like it's different. They sell like a lot more merchandise. They're selling clothes like that now. I'm like, in a GameStop? Like you expect that in a hot topic, maybe, but GameStop, jeez. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's just I was like, wow. They really scaled it down. I mean, it was to the point that you remember where you had a bunch of games on the shelf. You had all different types. I mean, older generation. I mean, they get, it was to the point when I last remember before they did all that remodeling. The oldest they, games they stuff had was PSP, the PS3. They had a whole rack full of it in Xbox 360. And then, of course, you had your Wii U, the Wii. Actually, they still had Wii games up there because technically the Wii was part of the PS3 and Xbox 360 generation. So, But they had the Wii U stuff. They had the Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, and Xbox One, and Xbox X. But man, it's been scaled down. It's to the point that I think they only just will sell just the new current stuff. So it's a oh, and not to mention they also sold like Game Boy games and DS games. They kind of have that like near the desk area. Whew, man, it's, it's kind of scaled down. I can't say I would speak for every GameStop store, but that's just the one near my house. It's just whew, that that went through a lot <laughs> over the years. Let me tell you, that's that's crazy. Um, but yeah, yeah, but what I was getting at was with the rewards for play, uh, for GameStop, uh, it, it felt like an eternity though, because it's, I forget how many points you can get. I mean, I don't avidly go in there like that. You know, a lot of times if I ever showed up to GameStop, if out of whim is either if I'm thinking about buying a game and, you know, pre-owned and I'm like, okay, and you know, whatever. But a lot of times it's just pre-orders. That's really pretty much nowadays the only reason why I would show up to GameStop, to be honest, is the pre-orders. And a lot of times because, you know, they got the pre-order goodies that come with the games when you pre-order the game. Because other than that, I honestly wouldn't really... I would still buy some stuff, but it wouldn't be... ever be like a once-in-a-while type of thing. Just walk them to the store and see what they have. I mean, I don't know. Because um, I know GameStop is still hanging on to dear life as it is right now, trying to make sure that they have the games up there. And stuff like that so you know but other than um getting on you it's like hey sir how's it going uh would you like to sign up for this today would you like to sign up for that um there's this game coming in which don't get me wrong is very informative for some people and you know if you didn't already know that when you walked in because you know yeah i mean to them to their own credit they don't know what the people know they just just tell it out there. Even though, then again, on top of that, you can also read because they have a bunch of pamphlets everywhere <laughs> that tell you what you what's coming out, right? If you don't specifically ask. Because, yeah, you can actually ask for a printout list of the games 
you know, that's about to come out in the, within a year, if not next year. Yeah, yeah. Time's changed. It's crazy. But anyway, back to the main point. <laughs> Is that they had a rewards. They still have the reward system. In fact, you have the pro rewards, which I think you had to spend about 14 bucks, And even that's been reamped, right? Because in the past, I remember it used to be um, every time you walk in, you can get two games, buy two games, get one free. Um, then you get like a magazine, one of the gaming magazines, and some other um, points. You get a little bit more points when you buy games and stuff like that, or buy whatever merchandise in there. Things like that. Um, and then the rewards, just for me, is just simply, you know, you rack up a bunch of points. And then you may be able to redeem something with an asterisk. I say that because if you look online, trying to redeem any of that stuff, whew, for like... <laughs> For a $5 coupon, you need 5,000 points. And let me tell you right now, it's very long to get a lot of these points. you got to literally actively be up in GameStop like that. And as long as I have this thing, <laughs> I have not even came close to that. <laughs> I mean, jeez. Even during the time frames, during my high points of gaming, I... I haven't even gotten to that point yet, but it's crazy. I'm not even up to that point to get a $5 coupon. <laughs> 5,000 points for a $5 coupon. And it gets better because, again, 10,000 points, you would get $10 off. And then you can catch my drift. It keeps going on. I'm looking like, dude, you'd be there for an eternity. You'd probably be old and gray, probably about 60 years old if GameStop's still around, around you know, 60 years or whatever from now, when you become 60 years old. And it'd be like, oh, yes, I finally got 100,000 points. I could finally get it $100 off. Finally. It took you that long, though, to get 100,000 points. It's insane. <laughs> it's it's insane. It's it's really insane. And, well, that's that's just the reward system. So everybody, everybody has their own reward system for whatever it just depends i mean even on my local store um, stores shout out to gamestop uh, gamestop <laughs> shout out to cool stuff and video game heaven up around virginia beach chesapeake norfolk um you know they just recently had a rewards points after all these years that's been around the um the area and i mean their point system is great too i mean i think it's pretty much every dollar spent you get every dollar's point so basically if you spend 60 bucks you get 60 points and it goes from like 10, 25, uh, 45, 70 points, uh, $70 off a coupon. I think to get to a thousand, if you get to a thousand points, you get $70 off. And you can, keep, you can keep racking it up as much as you want for it. Um, and especially as you start leveling up from different tiers of that, you actually get a percentage up higher from what it looked like when I was reading to, you know, get the points even faster to get to that um, status. So you can use it towards your advantage too, especially for a lot of gear, because of course you will find a lot of stuff in those stores, new and old. Yes, and again, especially nowadays how these games are very expensive. Yeah, I'm looking at GameCube. <laughs> I'm looking at GameCube. Yeah, you know how ridiculous it is? Even for PS2. Like as a kid, I would have never had thought that a game that probably was maybe worth maybe 40 bucks would be doubled if not tripled the price of the game nowadays. It's insane. <laughs> it's like, wait, you remember you had Mario Kart Double Dash that was like maybe 40 bucks? Yeah, now you gotta pay 100 bucks for that game. I'm like, what? 
man, I was happy to get Super Smash Bros. Melee back in the day and kept it. Has the manual, the box, and the disc. Because nowadays, you know, that's... And don't get me wrong, because I like collecting things, but... Some do take it to the extreme, you know, if I can't find it, especially if I never owned a game and I really wanted to play it, especially if it was an older game, and they only have, like, what, the disc or the disc with the box without the manual, I'm not gonna blow a fuse like, oh, no, I can't get this game, this doesn't have the manual or the box with it, I mean, especially if the game's that rare, I mean, why not try to get the game? <laughs> but I do understand, you know, if, if, you, if you're on a mission to collect stuff, well... You must have deep pockets because, you know, these games are going to be quite expensive to get the whole ordeal. Excuse me. And they're already expensive as it is by the game itself. So imagine that, right? But I was happy enough to still have my copy of Melee back in the day. And I know for a fact I only paid about maybe between 20 or 30 bucks. Maybe, maybe 40. Possibly. But nothing higher than those 50 bucks. Let me tell you that right now. Because that game is over 100 bucks pushing maybe 150 it's it's crazy insane how some of these games are so but anyway you guys might have seen it if you guys go to your local game stores that may do something like that it's it's insane but some games though that are around that price are probably for a reason you know they quality games and again also very rare to find so yeah, but in terms of this whole entire ordeal, this conversation is the reward system. It's 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 you know something to take advantage of. Um, I'm excited and intrigued by how this is going to go for PlayStation, in terms of PlayStation stars. Um, be very interested by it. So, you know, you can also sign up through through the website, um, and also you can do it through the app as well. So, yeah, it's free. Let's be real. <laughs> Who doesn't love free? Just like the same thing I just said about GameStop when they did their rewards card. It was free. They, they still get on me about, hey, sir, do you have a minute? <laughs> it was like, yeah, I know where this is going. Do you have a minute? I'm going to ask you, would you like to increase your, you know, the reward system to the pro rewards? I mean, they give you the whole spiel and everything. 15 bucks. You know, you get this coupon that comes out every month. You know, I can't tell you how many times I've been I've been hearing it, but you know that's that's it. But you know, I'm, I'm patient with them about that because I understand if it was me, you know, you know, I'm just doing my job, just making sure that you're informed. You know, even though <laughs> it's been told to me about at least a hundred times, <laughs> um, I still listen to it. I still hear it, and I will still say the same answer: no. <laughs> so. <laughs> Because I have really no interest in buying it at this moment. And probably since it's been what, a decade over since I had this rewards card. Clearly I have no interest in buying one. So, um, yeah, there's that. So, put that put that in your uh, soup. So, but um, at any who, in any case, the next thing we're going to talk about is sports. It's a buck clincher right now because of the fact that we have two teams right now, especially for baseball. Um, and you guys probably know where I'm heading at, especially if you have been listening to the past podcasts, that we have two teams right now that are in the same division that are trying to clinch the division right now. <laughs> so so that way one can clinch it and the other one has to fight for their team to be to stay in the playoffs through the wild card. It happens basically this entire weekend, in fact. So, more after this.
and we're back now we're moving on to the next topic within that is sports um sports so as i alluded to as going into the next subject from last part of the podcast episode we're talking about two teams that are again fighting to make sure that they can stay within their you know move on to the division of the part of the playoffs as we are getting to that part of the season and the other one fighting for their lives as they are in the wild card because that's basically a win and go home situation there's no oh let's play best of three no no that's for the playoffs not for wild card <laughs> and these two teams i'm talking about for the nl east and that is for the mets and the braves Yes, it's been a back and forth throughout this end part of the season between the Mets and the Braves, seeing who can be first and second, first and second. It was going back and forth. The Mets had a bigger gap. Braves kept coming closer and a little closer. And then they then they got ahead a little bit. And then they came back to, you know, down to earth as we were still up. But as of recently right now, we are one game ahead of the Braves. And you know what makes it even sweeter right now? You can't make this up. The next games (laughs) for the Mets and for the Braves are against each other. (laughs) Three games. Now, of course, these three games are going to happen down in around the Braves Stadium, which is interesting considering the fact that the Hurricane's still coming around, so I guess they're still playing it. Um, From my understanding, it has not been moved anywhere else, nor... As of right now, been delayed or postponed. Uh, the first game is supposed to start off tonight around 7.20. So, that's the game to be looking at for if you're able to watch it. Um, and, yeah, that's that's going to be the deciding factor there. Um, so, that's going to be uh, very interesting, you know. But the stakes are high, like I said before. Uh, this is to the point that, you know, the Mets will have to go ahead and, you know, win these games. So, and there's a lot of um, contingencies when it comes to it um, for the Mets in terms of what they have to do. Um, Tonight, of course, DeGrom is pitching tonight. Tomorrow is going to be Max. So, you know, we got to start off strong here. (laughs) We got to start off strong here because we can't afford these screw-ups here. We can't. We can't. We can't. We have to make sure it's good. So... Um, yeah, the battle for it all, I'm telling you. And what's interesting about it is that for the outcomes, if the Mets sweep, um, for them to potentially come out of the, you know, to get the clinched is to get the sweep or Mets win two other three games. Yep. And the same thing will happen. Basically, for the Braves, Braves sweep, Braves lead by two games, or the Braves win two of the three games, in a sense. Because even though we're still a game ahead of them, um, anything is possible with it um, to get the ahead point. Um, so you can kind of actually say this is the best of three. To be fair, that this really is actually a best of three in this in this case, but it doesn't happen in the wild card, like I said before. So this this is just all for the marbles. Um, so yeah, and as you pretty much wake up in the Monday morning, you will then realize you will have the Annalise team to represent it come that Monday morning. And I, of course, believe in my Mets. We're going to handle business 
We're gonna take care of it because they work too hard. We work too hard. Yes. We. Yeah, I'm putting myself in there. Yeah. Big advocate on it. And sure, them stankies. I mean, Yankees, excuse me. Good grief. Uh, um, happened to clinch theirs. Of course, they went against Toronto. Uh, but, um, which I will give my kudos to Aaron Judge. Getting that 61 home run. That's not an easy task to do within the season. It's not. Um, you know, and he's still got some more games that he could potentially do it for, possibly. But he got his 61 home run. And he's right there in the record books for it. So at least in now we can actually see it in modern time. It's a little bit different now because it's it's always been that talk um, throughout the years, and I know they bring it up too, and it's it's understandable. Is that you had your whole steroids era going on, and then you have obviously what we have presently today is cracking down on that. Even though we have players like Fernando Tatis. Uh, that somehow has some kind of enhancement in him, and I think he was suspended, what, 70-something games? Something like that is a lot. Um, but he was one of the faces of that Padres franchise, and even for baseball, too, one of them. And to hear that one was devastating. But they've been cracking down on that, unlike they did back in the day, because they just let it rain, right? And then next thing you know, you know, even if now they get, you know, even at that time frame, some of that banned substance was there, they got exploited for it. You know, either got removed from it, they couldn't play his games. And then, of course, this whole thing with Pete Rose and, you know, getting players in there into the Hall of Fame because it's always been delayed every single time because of the enhancement drugs. And, or in his case, the whole gambling uh, shenanigan, too. Um, too. So it, there was a lot of um, nuance that's been going on. But what's so interesting is that. You know, if you're getting ridiculed, if you ridicule the players now for this, um, you know, that's just something that happened in the past. I'm pretty sure if they have were playing in this today's game, they probably would have known this, and this pretty much wouldn't have been a big issue like it is now, or back then. And that's hindering some players to be part of like the Hall of Fame. And it's always that thing too, is that is some of these home runs, you know, were really earned because of this enhancement drug is it with an asterisk you know i mean and like everybody said and i agree with it too is you paint your own narrative on it it's your own opinion on it and you do what you want with it You're, you really do what you want with it uh, i can't tell you right or wrong with it obviously there's some wrong some wrong obviously with it um but it, it happened, it happened. That was the past, and now they're trying to fix the future for that. You know what I'm saying? Um, for me, personally, as for me thinking was, um, I was still counting. Um, again, because of the fact that, you know, they had nothing, they weren't cracking down on it like that as they are now. So, those home runs, though it was by some players that had that, enhancement in them um shouldn't get ridiculed like that and get that type of enhance and punishment for it and in fact especially now mlb is now cracking down a lot of other stuff too besides the whole substance stuff or the sticky substances yeah for pitchers i mean that was some years back when they started doing that i never forget it when the ump came by with the yankees um and <laughs> oh the ump tapped his neck and was like okay tap tap yep sticky substance 
get up out of here. So, um, you know, that was one that they've really been cracking on throughout the time now. And now they're doing the whole stoppage of the illegal shifting in the defense. They're stopping that. Then they're having the pitchers wind down even more in terms of, you know, how long they may take at the at the mound. Because, again, essentially they're trying to make it faster for the game because I guess people have been complaining, which in, in, in fairness, it, it can drag out <laughs> a period of time. I mean, I don't mind. I don't mind sending a baseball game, but some people's attention spans may not say otherwise. But you know, you're trying to make it, especially you're trying to gravitate it for the younger audience. You're really trying to actually go ahead and get their attention because you see games like NBA. That's fast paced, right? There's no dragging out for that. Football, not really either. But baseball, all you really see from a kid's perspective is a dude with a club, which that being a bat. A glove, throwing out, pitching, taking a while, you know, getting themselves set to throw the pitch. You know, the only exciting thing for them is really when somebody actually makes contact and they make a or make a play, make a dope play. Right. That's usually the two times excitement that happens is someone hits a home run or maybe a hit. Let's throw that into the mix as well. Or plays around home base or home um plays around the bases if not outfield that's really the only times they actually get paying attention to other than that it's really dead quiet some are on their phone some are basically eating because in hindsight that's really your excuses to go out there and eat some food and don't get me wrong you know you go to some baseball games as i've been to a couple of fields myself over in the philly stadium and down in tropicana field down for the tampa rays they got some good food <laughs> but you know some some have their own agenda when it comes to going to those games like that. You know, for me, particularly being a baseball player, you know, and played it throughout my entire time, um, you know, I have a joy with it because I understand the game, played the game. You know, I can sit there and watch the game. No problem, no issue whatsoever. It'd be like, because, you know, some kids be like, ah, this is boring. I'm going to go home. And they don't straight want to go and play some games. <laughs> so... Um, so I know they've been trying to develop a lot with MLB, trying to actually go ahead and fix it so that way they can actually get more attention for it um, as they've been struggling to do that. Um, so I'm, I'm intrigued by how they get, you know, doing that whole legal shifting on um, how that's going to be cracked down now for the next season. So there's, there's a lot that some rules and of course, there's a lot more other um, material that they're trying to crack down on and they have it on their website as well that you can look at, too. So, yeah, that's that's very interesting to see. But for my Mets, we got this. <laughs> we got this. We got this. You know what I'm saying? Don't we ain't we ain't let this little little bump on the road hit us. Cause we just we got these three games. Two, technically, but three. You know what I'm saying? Um We got these. We got these. You know what I'm saying? We ain't worried. We ain't worried. We take the playoffs back to Queens. We ain't worried. Okay? We ain't worried. At all. Not even sweating it. So, um, but thanks to the win, because um, um, I know the loss came for the Braves against the Nationals. Um, and then, of course, we got our win from it. So, um, and that was against the Marlins. Um, so, that was, that was good. So, Yes, 
that's that's how that went so that's very interesting um anything going on into the sports of nfl um going on to there first off i happened to watch the game with the um dolphins and uh the Bengals. um it was pretty close up there and unfortunately where the injury happened with tua um, I really hate to see him get that injury when it happened. Because at first I thought he actually broke his uh, fingers after he got sacked. But due to the fact of him having that concussion, or sort of what could have been a concussion, they didn't put him in a concussion protocol. Because um, I think it was something, I think I think it was like his back. It was something that wasn't dealing with the concussion. So I guess they said, okay, well, we're fine. We're going to let him go and play. And... You know, everything was looking fine until that had happened. And then they, um, you know, it was to the point that everybody paused. And you saw the team rallied around. You saw the, you know, the fans around the stadium was screaming out to it, even though they weren't playing at home. And they took them to the hospital. It was to the point that they literally, even the Thursday night football cast, they were literally day by day, uh, not day by day, but almost like a minutes by minutes was giving us the results and whatnot of what was going on with Tua and luckily enough he was able to you know get through that part to at least come back with the team and whatnot but I do expect him to be out for a minute um so you know I'm we're just happy and glad that he he happened to recover from that because we didn't know what was going on and just from looking at that I was looking like yo who that I mean just the way how his fingers were going it was just looking real ugly we, I mean, I took a pause. I was just like, whoa, this, oh God, especially with him dealing with already injury, coming back from an injury anyway, right? Um, you know, he's an exceptional quarterback, so I know, you know, they wanted, they didn't want nothing to happen with him on that part, too, as well. At the same time, too, they had Teddy Bridgewater, which I kind of forgot they had him as a backward quarterback, which was weird because he was also one of the quarterbacks for the Broncos, too. I mean, he was all over the place, you know, he Cardinals and then you know Saints and then the Broncos <laughs> so he was everywhere you know what I'm saying um so um he came in there and though unfortunately it just wasn't enough and the Bengals came in there and got their win now they're two and two and now the Miami Dolphins are now three and one so um so that was one of the games that's going to happen and that score was 15 and 27 so there are more games to come out for this weekend on Sunday and Monday as in terms of oh and yes I won't forget the fact that my Giants lost to the Cowboys yes let me just let me just bring that out let me just bring that out it hurt my soul <laughs> it was a close game but then it's stuff started coming away Daniel Jones busy running the ball oh my goodness and Shepard not showing up and the next thing you know this man got injured Saquon was literally our only hope in terms of getting any scoring because he did. He got our touchdown. And, oh, jeez. It was just yeah, it was a disaster. But, you know, and not to mention it was at home. So it gave the Cowboys more hoo-ha, especially since we were all in the uh, same division. Now, we're tied with them right now in the same record because the Eagles are the only ones that's 3-0 right now in our division. And the Commanders still trying to figure it out. So, um... You know, it's still early in the season. I ain't sweating on it. Unfortunately, the first loss happened to be against the Cowboys. Why? That Prescott wasn't even playing. So, really need to reevaluate that. And once again, our, always our biggest problem is our offensive line. Defense is good. It's fine. Right? It's passable. Offense, no. Our offensive line is 
horrendous. It's a dumpster fire. I don't understand why they couldn't fix it. The picks that we had from the NFL draft, movements that we had, we that's really the first fix there, right? I know we can always ridicule saying, oh, get, get rid of Daniel Jones. He could be somewhat the problem, but it's also the offensive line, right? You can't do much. If, if the offensive line is trash, you're gonna your your quarterback's gonna have a tough time because then that quarterback is gonna be scrambling around trying to figure out, okay, man, let me get out of here before I get sacked or get injured, throw the ball offsides, throw the ball somewhere else, or worse, get an interception. Panic panic mode. And so if you have a great offensive line, then the quarterback can actually do something here. So once we fix that, then I would reevaluate what's going on in quarterback stature. That's just my take on that as well, right? As much as you want to try to ridicule the quarterback, even though he's been here for a minute, and I've seen some dumb stuff that he has done, <laughs> I would not let that go from last year when this man ran the ball. No one was near him. He was running, and he tripped. How do you trip when no one's around you? You didn't have to run that hard. Not even that hard. No one was near you. No one was breathing on your neck. No one. And he's like, yeah. Try to catch me, try to catch me. Trip on the grass. And it was oh God. Before the before the end zone. It was it was it was terrible. It was a well-earned joke of the internet right there, that's for sure. We no, not we. He earned that one. He played himself to the dirt. That was that was bad. But um, you know, all we can do is look for hopes and you know go from here. You know, go higher up from here. So hopefully everything will come into place because we got to go against the Bears this weekend. And I believe we could we could, we could beat the we could beat the Bears. You know we got the tools for it. Even though I know Shepard's out, um, hopefully they could fix a lot of the stuff that they after I just kind of alluded to about what was going on against the Cowboys that that night. Because uh, you know again, if we can get to a five above five hundred, that'd be great because that's a that's a start. I do. I mean, if they get to the playoffs, that's great. Super Bowl reaching, but <laughs> that'd be great as well. But uh, and there's been some solid teams out here that uh, could could possibly stop that run. But anywho, then um, other than that game, you also have the Vikings and the Saints. I still got the Saints winning them against the Vikings. I can see that. Yeah, the Lions and the Seahawks got the Seahawks. My boy Geno Smith's gonna go in there, and run them around. Um, you got the Jets and the Steelers. Sorry, Jets, but let's keep it a buck. Steelers. Uh, right? All right, so Titans and Colts. I'm going to go with the Titans on this one. I think the Titans are going to go in there and destroy the Colts right there. And they may not destroy them, but it, I still expect them to win out of it. It might be a little bit close game. Uh, Texas and Chargers. Chargers. <laughs> Nothing much more after that one. Browns and Falcons. Uh, it could be a toss-up with this one. But I'm going to low-key go with the Browns on this one. Low-key. And then you got the Commanders and the Cowboys. How about that, right? You face another part of your NFC East rivals yet again. Yeah, and it's at home. I will have to unfortunately say the Cowboys will get this one. There's no way. Especially the way the Commanders are playing. If they don't pick it up, they will be gone. So... Yeah, I don't know what Carson Wentz is doing, but yeah. Eagles and Jaguars, Eagles. And then got the Bills and Ravens. Um, that could be close. I know they're trying to recover from that L they took from the Dolphins. Um 
again, I still think the Bills can bounce out from from that too. So, you know, Lamar Jackson might give him a run. It, it, it this one will, I would think will be very one of the most closest games of this weekend. I don't see it being a blowout like that. Um, I will see it being a little bit of a closer game, but I would have to say the Bills. Yeah, the Bills, the Cardinals, the Panthers, uh, Cardinals, Broncos, Raiders, Broncos, Patriots, and Packers. Packers. I would expect them to poop on the Patriots like that. Uh, Chiefs and the Buccaneers, the game that's coming on on NBC that night. Whoo-wee. It's kind of close. It's kind of close. It's kind of close. You know, it's taking me back to some time of the uh, Super Bowl moments there. Uh, but I will probably say the Chiefs. I'll probably say the Chiefs. The Bucks sort of trying to figure themselves out. I know Tom Brady's trying to coexist with some of the new talent, too. If Aaron Rodgers ain't doing the same thing, he's kind of dealing with the same thing and trying to get gelled with them. I'll stay with the Chiefs on this one. Yeah. I'll say the Chiefs on this one. Then you got the Rams and the 49ers on a Monday game. Rams. Uh, the 49ers with Jimmy G. I don't think so. I don't think so. Alrighty. So, yeah. Other than that, we're getting closer to NBA season. NBA games will be very interesting this come around here. So, um, yeah. As we saw, Blake Griffin left. Um, the Nets. So I guess you know. Hey, you know, it, you know, it happens. You know, you you know, you bring a player back up to their sort of old self, and then you know, they're just like let's let them spread their wings. I guess they want to just say they didn't want to hang out with the Nets anymore. Which, in sort of fairness, I mean, who knows the initiative behind that? Even though it's only a one-year contract to I don't know the Celtics. I'm like, boy, you're going to the Celtics, man. Just because they got they went to the finals last year. Oh, okay. Alright, alright. Alright, Blake. We had some good times, but you know, whatevs. <laughs> to you, fam. It's all good. <laughs> Nothing personal. But have fun with the Celtics. Have fun. Have fun. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. You know, we, we helped you we helped you get those highlights back in them dunks, right? To the old Blade Griffin self, right? You know. But it's okay, it's alright, you know. Not personal. Not personal at all. So, but it's going to be very interesting to see if any other player on that Nets team is going to be Ben Simmons. Exactly what he's going to do since this man has not played the entire season of last year. Right? <laughs> we'll see what he's going to do and see if this is a big three. You know, so far as Katie and Kyrie. So, um, we'll see what Ben Simmons can throw in here. So, he said he said it wasn't working, fitting for him over at Philly. So, Maybe being over at the Nets might have a different perspective, but who boy, when I tell you, we all know this. NBA fans and NBA f people that's been paying attention for years. Let me tell you, <laughs> when it comes to Philadelphia in that game, let me tell you. Oh, you know it's going to be a riot. <laughs> it's only just a matter of time, and he better not duck out of it, too. He better come there. He better come there knowing that, you know, I mean, I know, I know security is going to be through the roof, but let me tell you that that right there is just going to be a, a game where it's just going to be heated. Formal teammates, former coach, organization, all of it is just going to be insane. 
That's what I mean. Say. It's already. It was, it was a little. It was. It was starting to spark up a little bit when they saw him sitting on the sideline for the Nets a little bit. But let me tell you, when it comes onto the court, that's a different story, my dudes. That's a different story, my dudes. <laughs> but yeah, we're getting we're gearing up to it as we are getting into October. So this is gonna be cool. One of my favorite times too, other than my birthday, um, is the fact is that it's Halloween. You know, it's that one day out of the end of the month. But you know, it's cool. Costume changing. You know, candies. You know, I can't trick or treat obviously unless I have like a a younger sibling, which I don't. Younger cousin probably can get away with it. Um, or niece or nephew, um, you know, to take trick or treating or whomever that's under the age of twelve or something or whatever that age limit is, because I can't show up there with a cause like, hey, trick or treat. It's like, aren't you an adult? It's like, oh, I'm a kid at heart. At heart, <laughs> you can give me candy, right? <laughs> Don't call the cops. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it's around that time of season, and it's fall, so you know changes is coming in terms of the weather. It's hoodie season, baby. But other than that, that's about it in terms of the sports section. Up to the next part um, is music. Stay tuned. And we're back. Uh, so the next section we're talking about is with music. Um, this past uh, couple days ago, we have to lose a legend into the hip hop game. That is Coolio. Uh, Coolio is well known around the hip hop community for a lot of his songs with Gangster's Paradise, which happened to actually win a Grammy Award. For some who did not know that um, back in the day, that he won a Grammy Award for that song, um, The Half Fantastic Voyage. And as always, you know, <laughs> the theme song to my childhood through watching a show called Keenan and Kel. Oh, here it goes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was always that they just to memorize his theme song for it. This is the, the, the whole lyrics for it because it was so good, right? <laughs> it's time for Keenan and Kel. So don't touch that or leave the room. <laughs> Um, he also was on a song with, um, and it was actually one of my favorite songs too, and it was it was crazy where it was on the soundtrack of Space Jam with Hit Him High, because this also came with, um, you know, with him, Be Real, Method Man, LL Cool J, and Busta Rhymes. Um, you know, it's like inch by inch and step by step, I'm closing in your position, my destruction is my mission. <laughs> Coming in my area, I'ma have to bury ya. <laughs> the new screen team on your screen scene. Um, you know, it's just it was it was you know he he was on there. It was so dope because you know it was be real and him. It was kind of one of those things where you know you have the verses, and he had the first verse, and then he came in after that, and then they kind of almost like they split the same type of verse they just split half and half on that because after that was method man and after that was a little cool j and buster Rhymes was at the end um but it was so dope and iconically because of his his uh twist and the hairstyle that he had i mean he also was on animations too for some of y'all if y'all happen to you know get into animation too he happened to be on one of my favorite childhood shows of all time that is static shock um and he was actually voicing himself but as a different character more or less was actually played as i guess a villain because uh i forgot the guy's name 
I do like I do like listening to some Backstreet Boys though. Everybody, <laughs> yeah. Eh. But I forgot the guy's name. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> but he was supposed to be portrayed as a villain for that episode because he was trying to get into like the record deal and whatnot and some of the music that he had up there. It just it wasn't vibing or driving with the sales, I guess, within the record company. So he was trying to get into it to put his record label out, uh, put his record out there and whatnot. Then he also did a lot of other voiceover stuff with um, Gravity Falls. He actually had like a wax museum, and he was actually part of the wax museum of it. And I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, because he was with Larry King, because Larry King also had a wax museum in there as well. So it was like, oh, that's dope. That's very dope that he was part of that. Um, you know, so he was very iconic around the area to it. Um, it's just sad to see him pass away at this age, around 59. And I believe it was something with cardiac arrest, but I know he was also was dealing with some, I guess, medical problems as well before of that unfortunate day that happened. Um, you know, and you know he had his own style to it. Um, coming from Philadelphia and going over there to California, he had his own style of rapping to it, which made it so jiving. And you know, you know, it was up in the clubs, bouncing around at parties. Um, so you know, he definitely left a mark up there. One thing I will get on him for, even we all did it before on his unfortunate passing, he was still keeping up with them twists. I'm going to tell you right now, <laughs> I think my barber would get on me for that, especially because if any other barber hasn't already said it to you, you would have thought you would have cut that. You know what I'm saying? He's, he kept it on to this time now. He kept it on the whole entire time. He was able to just get away with it by just wearing a hat. Um... But he, he kept he kept along with it <laughs> until the end, you know what I'm saying? He, he kept it on because any other person would have just shaved it. <laughs> Anybody else would have just shaved it and called it a day. But he did. He kept it going on. Um, so uh, for Coolio, uh, may he rest in Gangster's Paradise. And that will be the end of the podcast today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys for listening. Again, as always... I'll talk to you guys next time and be safe out here. Um, check on your health um, and also check on your loved ones as well, especially throughout the storm right now, too. If you have anybody that's down here on the southeast part of the United States, um, again, the rain's still coming down a little bit. <laughs> it's a little bit. Um, and um, as always, I'll talk to you guys soon. Take care.